Live from San Diego, California, we go live to the newsroom with your host for Nick's Nerd. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Another week, another episode with me, your favorite podcast host on the fucking planet, Nick, Nick. Nick, 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 Nickelodeon. No, 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 I'm kidding. I'm not I'm not doing that. Of course, it's me, your host, Nick. This is Nick's Nerd News. Welcome to the show. We got some, some good stuff to talk about today. And as a reminder, always check out nicksnerdnews.com. You can go there to get links to uh, listen to the show on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play. Uh, all the links to social media are there as well. You know, Instagram, Facebook. Twitter, or you can just follow me straight up at Nick's Nerd News. Just look for the the logo. I mean, if you guys are listening to the show, you know what the logo looks like. It will be on there. But hey, right? It's a, it's time to just get right into the thick of it. So what what do we got going on today? Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot in in terms of of TV, really. Um, it was April Fools this past week, so there were some shenanigans going on on online. Of course, the biggest news though. Uh, Probably at a CinemaCon, Uh, it's a convention for like movies essentially, a lot of footage was shown off for different movies, but but we'll we'll get into that a little later today, but let's, uh, how about we talk about just some random April Fool's shit that was going on this week. I love April Fool's, Uh, the the internet just goes wild with with ridiculous things, and I was a little upset because Microsoft this year was like, nope, we're not going to do it. It can hurt the brand, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah, what a bunch of party fucking poopers, huh? Get, get out of here with that nonsense. Um, anyway, some funny things. Uh, Tinder did like a height verification for, for, their, um, for their April Fool's joke. If, you're, if you've never been on a dating app like that before, a lot of people put their heights for some reason because I guess it matters to some people. I, I don't know. So, so some people put it, some people don't. I, I just put it just so, you know, some girls care, like obviously. But uh, they, they added a feature where you have to verify your height. That was pretty funny. Uh, Google had a few. They had uh, the Google Tulip, which was uh, Google Translate figured out how to talk to plants. And, and you could get this digital tulip brought to your house. Uh, you could play Snake in Google Maps. They also had like a screen cleaner function that would allow that would clean your screen if you got anything on it, which obviously is physically impossible. And then in Google Japan had a bending spoon option that you could use to input text. I, I don't I don't know. I didn't I didn't get that. I couldn't read anything that was going on. Uh, Roku came out with like a updated con- remote control that allowed for pet features, so pets could pause or uh, bark for uh, bark search essentially. Uh, McDonald's Australia announced that their pickle Big Mac and it was there was no meat. It was it was it was just all pickles in between the bread and the lettuce and the cheese. Uh, it'd probably be disgusting actually. Amazon announced Audible for fish, and then of course Think Geek always has some awesome stuff to buy. They had a Plumbus from Rick and Morty, which has been out for a little while now actually, and then they also release this motion control like mimic package so it looks like a normal package but if someone walked by it like opens up to reveal this like uh this mouth with crazy jagged teeth and a crazy tongue that, that you could freak people out if uh if they came to like steal a package or something i, I don't know what was going on with that but 
that was just some random April Fool's jokes around around the, the interwebs. But not to be outdone, some video game companies and video games did, did it themselves as well. So nice little transition here in, into video games. The thing that I thought was the most hilarious was that Ubisoft added their popular Rabbids characters into For Honor. So what happened is, so For Honor, you know, you can play as like the, the normal heroes and things like that. But then instead of facing off against like the 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 pawns and things like this of, of the of the armies that you face, uh, they were replaced all with Rabbids, which which is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. And, and just great cross-promotion of their pro of their properties. I'm sure you can find hilarious videos on online, but it, it's just, uh, it, was, it was funny. Uh, Capcom put out a hiring notice that they needed to hire zombies because of all the zombies that people had been killing in, in Resident Evil 2, so they needed to hire more people, I guess. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, Ash and Pikachu invaded Pokemon Go in the forms of... Uh, you know, photo bombing any photos you might take in the game. Final Fantasy announced uh, a Final Fantasy fourteen smart assistant in the vein of you know Alexa and and Siri and and things like this. And then Doom uh, tweeted out a new way to experience the Doom world: Doom, the art of slaying. And it had the the Doom guy uh, dressed as um, uh, uh, Bob Ross. I don't know why Bob Ross's name escaped me. I, I love Bob Ross. But but uh, th those were the ones that, that stood out to me, at least, that I thought were the funniest. There were more, obviously, but I didn't find them funny or... Honestly, I probably didn't understand or get them or they just went way over my head. But hey, that's how April, April Fool's works. No April Fool's jokes here on Nick's Nerd News, though. Because by the time you listen to this... It's going to be way beyond April Fool's, so it, it doesn't work anymore. And you, you just can't, you can't do April Fool's jokes after the fact. It just defeats the whole purpose of the day. It just, yes, anyway. On to the news, shall we? The Razer Turret, which is the first official mouse and keyboard for Xbox One, is now available to purchase. It is $250, so if you do have that kind of money and want to play with a mouse and keyboard on, on your Xbox with your limited selection of about 20 games or so, and uh, you want to have Razer-branded content, well, now's your chance to do it. It's there for the taking, essentially. Um, that sounded like a question. It wasn't a question. I'm just being straight up here. Valve started teasing a new VR headset, and uh, no, no real details yet. Um, they said that full reveal will happen May 1st. So be on the lookout for that if you're interested in getting another... Or if you're interested in getting a VR headset if you haven't jumped in. Maybe this one will have the features that you were looking for. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know what might sway you if you haven't gotten one now. Unless it all comes down to price. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, VR... If you want a, a computer-capable VR and a VR headset, you're going to be dropping at least two grand. At least, at least. And not everyone can do that. Unless you go get, like, the $500, or was it down to $300 now, I think, the PSVR. I haven't gotten into VR just yet, just because I, uh... My equilibrium has, has kind of taken a, a dump <laughs> the last couple of years. Um, I had Vertigo a couple of years back, and it's never been the same since then, which sucks, because I love roller coasters, and I'm afraid that will just fuck me up real hard fam you know but any, anyway i mean vr if that's for you that that's you 
Uh, Black Ops 4 uh, is adding a new Blackout map in the the vein of Alcatraz, so it will take place on Alcatraz Island, you know, the famous island prison in San Francisco Bay. Um, and on top of that, if you didn't already know, uh, you can actually play the Blackout mode. It's free to play all month long on Xbox Live and PSN. Uh, so April 2nd through the 30th, if, if uh, you haven't had a chance to check that out just yet, uh, you can go do that now, actually. And um, I don't know, I tried it once. Maybe I'll get back into it, give it a little more time. But I'm just, I got a backlog that's growing like a motherfucker right now. And I, I, I need to catch up on some things because more games are coming, obviously. Uh, Borderlands 3, as we know, is now official. Uh, the release date got leaked and then was made official yet again. It will release on September 13th. Um, and uh, it's kind of causing some controversy right now, but it won't be on Steam. But it will be on the Epic Game Store. So that's uh, that's a thing now. It's funny watching the PC Master Race squabble over uh, exclusivity like Steam and Epic when they used to make fun of console gamers for saying who had the better exclusives between PlayStation and Xbox. It's, it's just funny watching them revert to this lower form of... Uh, no, I'm kidding. It's uh, A lot of funny memes have been on, online lately be, because of all that. Um, but there's a, a lot of different versions of Borderlands 3. Uh, the standard edition, obviously you can pre-order, is $60. There's a deluxe edition... That's $80. It comes with a retro co cosmetic pack, neon con cosmetic pack, gearbox cosmetic pack, toy box weapon pack 2, XP and loot drop boost mode. Uh, there's the super deluxe edition, which is $99. Comes with four campaign DLC packs, everything that's in the previous version, and a butt stallion weapon skin. And then, of course, if you want to go for, like, the ultimate, ultimate version, it's the Borderlands 3 Diamond Loot Chest Collector's Edition. Comes with a Diamond Loot Chest Replica, Sanctuary 3 Snap Model, 10 character figurines, 5 character art lithographs, 4 vault keychains, cloth map of the galaxy, Borderlands 3 games, steel bookcase, season pass, deluxe bonus content, gold weapon skin pack, all for the lovely price of $250. If you're a Borderlands fan. And on top of that, it actually leaked like the cover art of, of Borderlands 3. And it's got uh, it's got this the, the character that's been on the cover of all of them. Almost looking like Jesus or the Virgin Mary. You know, holding up like three fingers. It's got like a glowing grenade in his chest that's supposed to symbolize his heart. He's got guns behind him and, and roses. It's it's actually a really creative cover that I I, I think is, is gorgeous. Um, but again, I'm, I'm not the biggest Borderlands fan, but a cover alone's not gonna make me not gonna make me buy the game. But whatever floats your boat if you're into it. I'm not knocking you. Don't knock what I like. So I'm not really knocking. I just I have no opinion on the matter since I've I've never played them. Uh, also in the Microsoft store listing for it, it mentioned something about crossplay and people are thinking it's either crossplay between Xbox and PS4 more likely, though, it's probably cross-play between Xbox and PC. I wouldn't read too much into that until we get more confirmation. Uh, CD Projekt Red announced that there will not be any game over screens for failing a mission uh, in Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, instead, the only screen will be 
a death screen, essentially. Um, they recently spoke with a German website called GameStar, and what they said, let me see, I don't know, I guess if you fail a mission, they're going to make it so you can just keep playing, and the only game over screen is if, if you die, I guess. That's kind of smart. It's a future there, kind of, maybe, I don't know. I wonder how that's going to work in practice. That's a cool, like, idea in theory, but, I mean, I, I don't know. Like I said, in practice, I don't know. Um, Jason Schreier, probably who I laud all the time, one of the greatest, one of the greatest games journalists, uh, has a new report out on Anthem, on, on Kotaku, obviously, just about, like, the ridiculous things that happened in the development of the game um a lot of accusations being thrown around a lot of uh not excuses for what what maybe why the game turned out the way it did but kind of just how many changes and and fallbacks and setbacks they had in 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 the whole time and uh bioware actually responded and a lot of developers actually said that that used to work at bioware said this was kind of true some of them didn't want to Obviously, all did from anonymity, some people didn't, but this is what Bioware said. The creative process is often difficult, the struggles and challenges of making video games are very real, but the reward of putting something we created into the hands of our players is amazing. People in this industry put so much passion and energy into making something fun. We don't see the value in tearing down one another or one another's work. We don't believe articles that do that are making our industry and craft better. Yeah, that's kind of like, they're kind of acknowledging that maybe some of that stuff's true, and maybe it's not. I I don't know. It's a uh, lot of really shitty things happened at Bioware, and I don't, I don't know. Everyone's just going to blame EA, because it's EA, but I think some of that blame falls squarely on, on Bioware, for sure. But, again, that's uh, shitty. It's really shitty. Uh, Remedy came out and said that they were working on Alan Wake 2. Alan Wake is probably one of the most underrated games on 360. I loved it. It's a it's a part of the horror genre of games, you could say. Um, they said they were working on it, but it just didn't pan out. Uh, they did say, while there's no current plans to work on Alan Wake right now, they're focused on new IPs and things like this, they do own the Alan Wake IP. So if they ever wanted to revisit it, they could. They don't have to go to anyone else for it, even though I'm pretty sure Microsoft published the first one. But um, I, I I would love to go back to the Alan Wake universe. Um, that was a cool story. It had a very Twin Peaks vibe and and uh, some other things like this. If it, I don't want to... I mean, the game's almost 10 years old at this point, but it's about a writer. Him and his wife moved to this town in, like, Washington, somewhere in the Northwest. And his wife disappears and, like, this... Uh, uh, this darkness takes over the town, if if you will, but uh, it, it's really fun. It's uh, almost like a visual novel to a to a degree. Okay, yeah, it was published by Microsoft Studios, but um, it's it's definitely really fun uh, to play. And you don't have you have weapons and things, but your primary weapon is actually a flashlight and light. That's what uh, you use to. Fight the darkness, essentially, and these uh, these these creatures. Um, but that that's 
that's what I would recommend. I mean, if, if you've played any other Remedy game, like the first two Max Paynes, or if you played Quantum Break, which is another great game, it was an Xbox One exclusive, um, That those are really fun. If you like what Remedy does, definitely check out Alan Wake. And of course, Control is coming out later in the year. But that's my two cents on that topic. Uh, there's a new enemy of Fortnite in the, in the royal family, of all places, of, of England, and that's Prince Harry. He says uh, he's actually called for a ban on Fortnite and other games. Oh, other games. Well, fuck him. While at a YMCA meeting in West London. Uh, this is the Daily Express and Variety reported that he said the game shouldn't be allowed. Uh, it's created to addict. An addiction to keep you in front of computer of a computer for as long as possible. It's so irresponsible. Parents have got to get their hands up they don't know what they do to do about it it's like waiting for the damage to be done he said uh, he also said in terms of social media it's more dangerous because it's normalized and there are no restrictions to it we are in a mind-altering time without that human connection when you do have a problem you have nowhere to go the only place you might go is online and you probably end up getting bullied oh i i guess he's got some altruistic motives behind it but maybe uh in this vein i won't necessarily agree with him I don't know. And I don't like Fortnite. But, hey, he's got a lot more power than some other people. So we'll see what happens uh, in the UK. Granted, at the end of the day, the Royals are more fi more figureheads than anything. So Parliament has all the control, but he can sway things. Snapchat announced that they're adding a social gaming feature to the platform where you can play right in the chat functionality of Snapchat. We'll see how that works and if people actually do it. Because just, do people really like use Snapchat as much as they used to? I mean, after Instagram added stories, it was just like, it's like, game over, man. Game over. That was an alien reference. Or aliens. Alien. Oh, one of the two. <laughs> one of the two. God of War continues its stretch of winning game of the year just about everywhere. And it uh, wrapped up those awards at BAFTA, the British... Art and Film Awards, I, I think, uh, I don't remember what that stands for, but that's that's that. <laughs> um, if you've been playing The Division 2, there's been uh, some eagle-eyed players have spotted some references to Assassin's Creed in a possible next installment in the ne Assassin's Creed franchise, hinting at a Vikings timeline, not the oft-rumored and oft-requested uh, feudal Japan era, which, honestly, I didn't know I wanted an Assassin's Creed Vikings game until this came around. I know they've been te testing uh, w naval combat, obviously, since Assassin's Creed 4. It was absent in Origins. Uh, they brought it back in, in Odyssey. And I wonder, I wonder what they would do, though, with Vikings. Like, do you have the whole North Atlantic open? Do you get to conquer Northern Europe and Greenland and Iceland and uh, North America? Or it, does it stick with like the Nordic countries like Norway, Sweden, um, you know, that part of the world? It'd be interesting to see what they do, how that plays out. And the, the thing with Vikings is they're a little more contemporary than maybe you thought. Now, they're not like year 1000 stuff like ancient rome territory but a little closer to the medieval ages so you could have some some overlap there with with characters and historical figures maybe they work in leif erickson or something maybe they introduce the discovery of the new world it'd be interesting to see i uh the only thing though is 
coming down to like not a whole lot of armor to wear. Granted, there's there's not a whole lot of customization that goes on in, in those, but oh man, your primary weapon would probably be like an axe or a broadsword of some kind, which kind of brings it back to like Assassin's Creed 3 when you had the hatchet. Oh, that'd be fucking epic. Ooh, now I really hope it turns out to be true. Like, shit, what, what would you want in an Assassin's Creed Vikings game? Man, that'd be fucking cool. I mean, maybe they'll bring in some lore like uh, Beowulf and shit like that. Maybe you get to fucking pillage the British Isles. Maybe you can inv- invade Rome as like the Visigoths and shit. That'd be fucking cool. Let's, uh, I'm sure we'll have an announcement at E3 or sometime not long after that. And then, uh, in the last bit of gaming news, not a whole lot this week. Um, <laughs> it's a far cry from last week. Uh, hey, hey, pun, right? Uh, when there was a lot of gaming news. Uh, this is from The Verge. Uh, There's a rumor floating around right now that Microsoft is planning on merging Xbox Live and Game Pass into one subscription for $15 a month, which is half the price, not half the price, but uh, less less than having both services. Because Xbox Live is $10 a month, $9.99 a month, Game Pass is $10 a month. So combining the two, you're saving $5 a month. And you're getting access to over like almost 200 games or more, plus all Xbox Live functionality. That might sway me to finally just do that instead. It'd be interesting to to try. Granted, my backlog would just grow to be bigger than than ever before. Shit. But uh, uh, let let's uh, let's move on here to the the small screen, the silver no silver screens movie uh, TV TV anyway. Um, before I go on, I just want to make a correction from last week i mistakenly called apple tv plus a new google streaming service and obviously you know they don't have any connection because hey look at that my google's talking to me um obviously they don't play nice to eat with each other they're they're two completely separate companies google has nothing to do with apple tv plus i just wanted to to make sure you guys were aware uh that i misspoke last week but the the most ridiculous thing to come out of tv news last week was and it happened on april fool's day and everyone thought it was a fucking joke but it was uh gotham released a picture of what their joker is gonna look like and oh god get the fuck out of here dudes who whoever like approved this needs to be tarred feathered like taken out back and and like dropped off a fucking cliff somewhere because this shit just looks horrifying like i i don't even know how to describe the ridiculousness of it 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 almost makes me want the jared leto joker back like that that's how fucking creepy disgusting and just wrong the joker looks on gotham like who who approved this it looks like a, like if you took um, the the guy from Creepshow, like the or the Crypt Keeper, and painted him white and like in purple clothes. That it literally looks like the fucking Crypt Keeper, but as the Joker, and not so much skeletony, but just like a, a decrepit, dying person. I I just I, I I don't know who decided that. I I, I don't uh, kill it with fire essentially. 
That that's the best thing. Like, thank God it's only going to be in two fucking episodes of that show, and then it ends. But it'll be permanently burned into the eyeballs of anyone who watches. God damn it! They ruin every villain on that goddamn show. Except the only people they do justice are the Riddler and Penguin. Like, wh- who? Who? Ugh. Done. So done. Game of Thrones announced that they will conclude story threads that have been lingering since the beginning of the show. Surprise, surprise. Honestly, if they didn't, I mean, it'd be like every other show. Just story threads that never went anywhere. But they promised to resolve some. No word on what. Amazon announced the cast of their Cowboy Bebop movie. And it includes John Cho as Spike. Mustafa Shakir as Jet Black. Uh, he was recently in Luke Cage. Uh, Daniela Pineda as Faye. She was um, in Lost World, Jurassic King, or Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom. You know, I'm just mixing up titles here. And then Alex Hassel as Vicious. That is supposed to start filming later in the year. So if you're a big fan of Cowboy Bebop. They're finally coming to live action. If that's a good thing or a bad thing, that's on. That's your call. That's that's a, totally on you. Uh, but the cast was announced. I like John Cho. John Cho's funny. I do need to watch, uh, you know, Cowboy Bebop to under, to get an idea if, if that's gonna fit him or not. Uh, sticking with anime here, DBZ or Dragon Ball Z. Um, the 30th anniversary collector's edition was announced by Funimation. It is live. For pre-order now, it will include the entire Dragon Ball Z series remastered in its original 4-3 format. It will come with an 11-inch Goku figure, a hardcover art book. It's available November 5th for the lovely price of $350. So if you're a uber, mega, giant, super duper, uh, god saying DBZ fan, this is the collection for you. And uh, if you have $350 to spare or to throw around, if uh, you're not buying a Switch or anything like that, there's your chance to spend it. If you got a hole in your pocket, there you go. And what's uh, what's this? The last bit of news here. This, this looks like an interesting concept. Granted, it could just turn out to be ABC's Lost 2. But they're developing a show based around the Bermuda Triangle and people that get stuck there. Yeah, this could be cool, but again, I hopefully it doesn't turn out to be like another manifest situation where it starts off really awesome and then just fucking tanks towards the end of the season. But that's it, really, for uh, TV. Not not a whole lot going on. Not a whole lot going on there. Um, let's move on to movies. Like I, I stated at the beginning of the show there, CinemaCon happened this weekend and uh, got some re- uh, footage was shown off to attendees. Unfortunately, none of that footage was was released to the interwebs. But, so, some of the ones that got shown off included It, Wonder Woman 1984, The Lion King, Toy Story 4, Aladdin, Terminator, and Sonic. Um, I'm just going to go into a few of those. So, the footage for Wonder Woman 1984 included... uh, uh, Kristen Wiig as her character, um, Barbara Minerva, you know, but not in her cheetah costume, uh, showed off some stuff in the White House and also at a mall, like what was shown before at uh, Comic-Con last year. Um, something with, something's going on in DC. 
Uh, Steve, Tre- Steve Trevor is back, obviously. Still don't know how that happens. Um, Wonder Woman 1984, though, comes out June of next year. I uh, also got a first look at Aladdin. They showed off the friend like me scene, you know, um, you know, never had a friend like me. You know, the, the, the whole thing with Robin Williams and uh, my terrible singing. They said Will Smith kind of put his own take on it. Um, it's not much like a shot for shot, like some of the stuff I guess they showed off from Lion King. We'll get to that in a second. And Will Smith did put his own spin on it. And you could kind of get a hint of that in the last trailer. Like, they kind of play the last end of it. Looks to be like Will Smith might be doing a little bit more of his signature uh, style of, of rapping in it. I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. I mean, you can't recreate. You can't really do what, what Robin Williams did, okay? I mean, he he's just... There, there's just no way you could do that. And it, it wouldn't... It wouldn't be right to do that either. So... That's uh, that that's fine with me. And Will Smith knows how to sing, so we're we're good there. Uh, they also played off some other scenes, but uh, it wasn't anything uh, too intense. Uh, just also some Cave of Wonders stuff. Um, speaking of the Lion King, I I guess they showed off a pretty much an extended version from what was in the trailer. You know when. When Mufasa is talking to Simba about all the light touches is yours and all that nonsense. Um, I guess they're trying to go for like hyper photorealistic versions of the animals where they're not going to have a whole lot of facial expressions or features. It'd almost be like a real animal talking or if it could talk essentially. And the one thing they, they did point out is so in the original film, you know, Zazu the bird comes and delivers the news to Mufasa in later editions, they showed off like this whole song about like the morning news or something like that that wasn't in the original theatrical release. But in this one, so John Oliver, uh, host of Last Week Tonight with John Oliver, previously The Daily Show, uh, he's playing Zazu in the new one. And he'll, they said that the way he gives the news to Mufasa is almost exactly like how he presents the news on Last Week Tonight, which is going to be hilarious if you ask me. Um, got some, uh, like I said, Toy Story 4, Aladdin... Uh, Got some Terminator footage, so Terminator comes out in November. Um, Also some new footage, it's called Terminator Dark Fate. Uh, Linda Linda Hamilton's back, Arnold's back, obviously. And they said that, let's see, uh, Dark Fate is a direct sequel to the first two James Cameron-directed Terminator films, ignores all subsequent sequels, reboots, and uh, James Cameron is a producer, he's not directing it though. Let me see, Tim Miller's directing it, he did the first Terminator Uh, Footage starts in Mexico City. This is from IGN. This is their writing of it. Um, Where a different Mackenzie Davis's Terminator materializes via time travel on a highway at night, causing several cars to crash. Her naked body plummets off a bridge, landing in front of a young couple who proceed to help her. But as they carry this naked woman towards the street, the police pull up and immediately suspect the boyfriend and girlfriend of having done something malicious. As one cop shines his flashlight into the dazed eyes of Davis's Terminator, she reacts clocking his weapon she proceeds to beat up but not kill the cops and then demand the clothes and shoes from the boyfriend who happens to be her size she drives off leaving him in his boxers and complaining to his girlfriend about why they even bothered to help her to begin with the next sequence shows off her terminator on a highway bridge this time protecting natalia reyes's character from the bad guys including diego luna's t-1000 and presumably his split other self Uh, this is just a terminator endoskeleton 
It's, uh, in any event, Davis's Terminator is fighting off the Terminators when a truck plows into frame. This driver steps out, wielding a machine gun. It's Sarah Connor. She proceeds, proceeds to kick ass, even pulling out a bazooka at one point to toast a bad guy. And footage then turned into an extended sizzle reel of action and atmospheric shots set to a flamenco guitar version of the Terminator theme. See glimpses of the war in the future. Arnold's T-800 and Sarah standing together, firing off rounds at bad guys. A big crowd-pleaser moment of the footage, though, was when they, at the very end, when they cut back to its battle on the highway bridge, Sarah Connor drops an explosive off the bridge, then turns to Davis and Ray as his characters and says, I'll be back. Uh, real funny, different characters saying a famous line. Dumb. Well, that part is dumb. I, I don't know if the movie's gonna be dumb. I just care that Arnold's still in it and kicking around. I mean, I didn't mind Genesis, or Genesis, whatever the fuck it was called. It, it could have been better, obviously. But it wasn't terrible. Um, the craziest footage, though, had to be, uh, I guess, of Sonic. They showed off two um, two versions of footage. One that made it look like a Robotnik is the star. The other is Sonic. I don't know. It sounds odd. Sonic's from another planet. Robotnik is called in to fight something. I I don't I don't know. This is uh. I don't I don't know how I feel about this movie. I'm not I am not gonna be uh, I, I'm not sold on this movie. Everything I keep reading about I'm not even gonna describe it to you because it's terrible. But yeah, um, let's see. Dumbo topped the weekend with forty five million dollars. We'll see if uh, Shazam knocks it off uh, after this weekend. Uh, got some Endgame news. Uh, looks like Tom Holland is not trusted with the whole script. The Russo brothers would not give Tom Holland. Everything due to his past leaks, which I, I this is comicbook.com said that Joe Russo said, yeah, Tom Holland does not get the script. Tom Holland gets his lines and that's it. He doesn't even know who he's acting opposite of. Well, just we use like very vague terms to describe to him what is happening in the scene because he has a very difficult time keep keeping his mouth shut. Oh, that's just precious. That's hilarious. You can't trust the kid. Oh, man. How sweet. That's funny. It broke pre-sales records uh, for tickets. I mean, the, the opening weekend's pretty much sold out at this point. I saw uh, I saw online, tickets for opening night, Friday night, were going for $10,000 on eBay, which is insane. Uh, Hawkeye is now officially confirmed to be Ronin. And then this was surprising. Uh, so Endgame was technically the first time Brie Larson played Captain Marvel. Endgame was filmed before Captain Marvel was. I mean, that kind of makes... that. I don't know, that's weird. It'll be interesting to see how that, that works. Um, Got some more news regarding Suicide Squad. Uh, turns out Idris Elba will not be playing Deadshot, but will be playing a different character uh, in respect to Will Smith. So a, a lot of people were fine with this. Uh, will Smith's Deadshot won't be affected. And... To throw more flames on the the fire of, of rumors, I don't think this movie is going to be a reboot like people say. Viola Davis will be back as Amanda Waller. Probably a highlight of that movie, Viola Davis played a perfect Amanda Waller, if you ask me. Calm, cool, calculated, ruthless, no remorse. That was her character. I dig it. Um, but, yeah. Uh, also at CinemaCon, president of... Walt Disney Studios' Alan Horn confirmed that the New Mutants will have a theatrical release. I know we were talking last week about a lot of the stars and the director even didn't know if, if the movie was going to have a full 
theatrical release. We do know now that uh, it will see the release. It's supposed to come out this year. Don't know if that's still going to happen, though. And then uh, some more Marvel news. Kumail Nanjiani might be joining The Eternals, the movie that Angelina Jolie is rumored to be joining as well. I'm excited for that. And then David Harbour, uh, you know, Hellboy now, and uh, the sheriff in, I can't think of his name, uh, Stranger Things, uh, is, a, is possibly joining the Black Widow movie in an undisclosed role. They haven't announced anything. So that's what's happening there. Ben Schwartz, uh, you might know him as John Rolfio from Parks and Rec. Uh, he's actually going to be voicing Sonic in the aforementioned Sonic movie. He, like, really wants to play Plastic Man in a DCEU film in some capacity. I, I don't know. I mean, Plastic Man's never been as funny as, like, Elongated Man, even though they have the same powers. I, I don't know. It'll be, be interesting to see how that works. Uh, also at CinemaCon, Ryan Johnson confirmed he is still working on his Star Wars trilogy, and that will take place after he finishes the current film he is working on. And then uh, also uh, Disney announced, well, not really, but I guess they had some marketing stuff at CinemaCon. And it looks like they still plan to make Alien and Planet of the Apes movies, so we don't have to worry about those franchises going away anytime soon. Uh, we got a look at the new Adams Family uh, poster. A new animated Adams Family movie is coming out, and uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, Oscar Isaac is playing uh, Gomez. And uh, I, I think he's probably the best person to, to take over after Raul Julia played him in the two movies from the 90s, you know, Adam's Family and Adam's Family Values. But I'm excited. I, I think they said a trailer's supposed to drop next week or a teaser or something like that. Um, but before we get in, I, I do want to talk about Shazam. Now that it's out, we can we can talk about some things. But the Joker trailer dropped. Man, I am very excited for this movie. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix looks to play a man that's just unhinged and is just broken by society. I'm, 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 I'm excited to see where that goes. They showed off De Niro's talk show character, uh, Thomas Wayne, you know, Bruce Wayne's dad, and some other things. But it, it, it's clear that it, it is a man affected by society, which is, I, I mean, there's only so much you can take from like a two-minute trailer, but it's clear to me that they're not going to try and do what Heath Ledger did. They're not going to try and do what Jack Nicholson did. This looks like it's going to be a more modern interpretation of, of how the Joker is created. Some rumors flying around that this isn't the real Joker, but the person who inspires what will become the real Joker. We already know that this isn't part of the DC Extended Universe, but essentially an offshoot. I'm excited. The trailer looks really cool. You can watch it online now. Uh, I can't wait. And it comes out October. So, um, I'm stoked, stoked as hell. And then, uh, you know what? Let's, uh, let's table that Shazam talk to next week. Uh, just cause it will give some time to more, for more people to watch it. So we'll, we'll talk about that then. And, uh, let, 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 let's end there. Right. I mean, we, we've had some long episodes the last couple weeks. It's, uh, it'd be good to, to have a nice little break here. Thanks, guys, again, for listening to Nick's Nerd News. I'm your favorite host, Nick, obviously. I mean, I'm the only host, really, except for that that one time. Going to get some guests in pretty soon. No one famous, unfortunately. But uh, at the same time, I'll be fortunate enough to have some friends on, which is equally as cool, if you ask me. They're very nerdy, well-versed in nerd culture, 
into the same things I am. Also have some different likes. We'll talk about different things. And uh, that that's going to be happening soon. Just got to figure out scheduling, obviously. You know, it's not as easy to just say things and have them happen. But, uh, hey, again, thanks, guys, for listening to Nick's Nerd News. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just search Nick's Nerd News. Look for the logo. You can go to nicksnerdnews.com. There you'll find links to the show for Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, things like this if you want to listen there. You can also listen just right on the website if you want. Um, Obviously, if you're subscribed already, you're just getting the show anyway. Also, hey, subscribe if you haven't already. Shoot me a like, a review, things like this. Uh, If you like what I'm doing, just keep listening. Uh, it, it, it's, uh, it's, it's a passion of mine. It's not a, it's, it's a, it's not a hobby. It's not a job. It's just me just ranting and rambling and raving and just want to get things off my chest that I don't get to talk about just all the time. And, uh, uh, thanks though. And, uh, we'll, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Same bat time, bait, same bat channel. Peace out.